What does it take to stand out and move up? How can customers tell the difference between you and the competition? How can you differentiate your products and services and dominate your market? It's time now for Project Distinct, the podcast on creating distinction with Scott McCain. Hi, it's Scott McCain. Thanks for joining me again today on Project Distinct. I'm really happy that you're joining us, and thank you so much for taking your time to do so. We've been covering the three destroyers of differentiation on the last few programs. Destroyer number one is copycat competition, an incremental advancement. What happens in the marketplace when your competitor gains an advantage? Well, our knee-jerk reaction is to imitate it. And the other aspect of business that we just kind of take for granted is that we're going to incrementally improve. Incremental advancement is important, but it's not going to make you distinctive in the marketplace. The second one is how the change that we're experiencing in business is absolutely overwhelming because the access that customers have to unlimited numbers of competitors, right? I mean, the internet has brought competition to the desktop and the laptop and the front pocket or purse of your competitor because of mobile. I mean, they have a myriad of choices and it's around them all the time. It makes it more difficult to stand out. Today, we're going to talk about the third of the three destroyers of differentiation. And it begins with this question. What did your mom teach you when you were growing up? I mean, my mom had some great sayings. Mom would say things like, don't run through the house with scissors in your hands, right? And and mom would also, don't talk with your mouth full. And another one of my mom's lines that she repeated frequently is this, familiarity breeds contempt. Did you hear that? Familiarity breeds contempt, an old cliche. And as much as I hate to dispute my mom's advice, my experience has taught me that one isn't true. Becoming more familiar with someone doesn't automatically guarantee that you're going to become contemptuous of them as well. When something like a product or service is present to the point that it becomes thoroughly familiar and is boundlessly available, we don't then begin to scorn it or to hate it or to express disdain about it. Instead, we take it for granted. And that's differentiation destroyer number three. Familiarity breeds complacency. See, we become complacent and presume it's always going to be around if it's boundlessly available. We see this all the time in our personal lives. You know, unfortunately, the people we take for granted are those who are closest to us. We don't intend disrespect towards our spouses, for example, but a steady drift towards complacency seems to be part of the makeup of the human relationship. I guess we presuppose that if something or someone is overwhelmingly familiar, it represents a garden that we no longer need to tend as enthusiastically or as systematically. So we erroneously assume that the love of our spouse will always be there on the vine. It doesn't require as much nurturing, intensity, or the commitment of time that's demanded by something that we have yet to acquire. So the point is it becomes critically important for us to tend the relationships that have been established in business and in our personal lives as well. Continuing our marriage example, I'll bet you that every marriage counselor would agree that an excellent approach for enhancing a relationship is to continue to romance the person who's already committed to you. So when we're dating, we take all the steps necessary to encourage the relationship. We make our phone calls, we send flowers or emails or cards or connections. We, we, we try to surprise our loved one 
with these little efforts that are out of the ordinary and above and beyond normal dating. Well, unfortunately for a lot of couples, a lot of that comes to a halt as soon as they say, I do. Why is that true? I honestly don't know. And I'm not really qualified to speculate. The late Jim Rohn, the famed business philosopher, simply called it one of the mysteries of the mind. It's just the way most people are. Rohn advises that rather than excessively ponder and attempt to discover the reasons for this behavioral abnormality at length, we should instead do something more productive, accept this behavior as fact, but hold ourselves to a higher standard than the masses. Now, in business, we've seen this as well. I mean, think about what happens in terms of, let's use retailing as our example. Picture yourself at Montgomery Ward's. Aaron Montgomery Ward created what was perhaps the first mail-order corporation in 1872 with an innovative single-sheet catalog offering 163 items. In addition, he earned recognition as the first national retailer in the United States to create a satisfaction-guaranteed offer for his customers. This superior service and impressive assortment of quality goods at affordable prices led to rapid growth. So what do you imagine that Aaron Montgomery Ward was thinking back in 1886 14 years after its founding, when Richard Sears started a business in Minneapolis selling watches to fellow train station masters through his company, which was originally known as the Sears Watch Company. Now, my guess is that Mr. Sears wasn't even on the radar screen, especially since radar screens weren't invented until many decades later. But it didn't even dawn on words that Sears might replace them. Continue your rapid progression through mass market retail history, and there's this small business in Bentonville, Arkansas, entering the fray. Do you believe at first that the esteemed and highly compensated executive team at Sears even gave this upstart a second thought? I mean, you could you could just picture them in the halls of their extravagant corporate headquarters saying, come on, their leader is a hick named Walton who drives a pickup. I mean, that company's not going to be a player on our field. Now, if you're sitting in the midst of the Walmart empire in Arkansas, do you suppose they saw Amazon as a threat down the road? Look, if if you're Microsoft, you probably can't stand Google. Sony has to hate Apple for what the iPod and the iPhone did to the formerly dominant Walkman. I mean, the, the cycle goes on and on and on. But notice, when we take our position and our customers for granted, we become complacent. By the way, it works both ways. Our customers become complacent of us while we simultaneously are more complacent towards our best customers. I've worked for hundreds of organizations. I would love to find the one that treated retention with as much passion and precision as they treat acquisition. So consider this combination of challenges we've been talking about for the past few days. They're constantly elevating demands of customers. There's a volatile economy. There's more competitors than ever, combined with the fact that regardless of your specific field, your competition is now far easier for your customers and prospects to access. Customers now have more information than ever before, including facts and figures that were previously proprietary and often secret. And the impact of this destroy. Your best customers are taking you for granted and vice versa. (laughs) Look, it makes me wonder, how could you possibly consider doing business in today's economy without focusing on becoming distinctive? 
Creating distinction in your market and starting now is vital in creating the future that you want for yourself and your organization and your department and your products and your services in today's hyper-competitive global economy. Well, the great news is you can employ strategies that are going to build your distinction. And that's the goal of this podcast. I look forward to connecting with you tomorrow. Please continue to listen and subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you for taking time to be with me today and listen to Project Distinct. See you tomorrow. You've been listening to the podcast to help you stand out and move up. Project Distinct with Scott McCain. For more insights from Scott, visit his blog at createdistinction.com. To have Scott bring his award-winning platform presentation to your next meeting, go to scottmccain.com. Scott McCain can become your virtual coach, educating and helping you create distinction in the most comprehensive way possible. Visit our website, distinctioninstitute.com, for all the details. Be distinct. <laughs>